What is Smart Pop? Is that the one that comes in the black bag with the corn on the front? I don't actually think so, but I am talking about the one that comes in the black bag. Whichever okay. one that one is. That's my favorite popcorn. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The white cheddar. The white cheddar's good. I think all flavors are pretty dope. I think that, honestly, that's the best form of popcorn. Popping from kernels straight into your mouth, no good. No. Yeah. Unless you're at the movies, and then they just become edible. Otherwise, nah. But we can agree on the top tier movie snacks. Is popcorn? Our top tier movie snacks. Twizzlers and an icy. And a Coke icy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's sure. top tier. Yeah. Um, Elliot and I used to go to the movies all the time growing up, and we one would get an icy and one would get Twizzlers. Yeah. We'd share. It's the perfect pairing. It was. Is the Coke Icy and Twizzlers. Yeah. It was pretty elite. I want a Coke Icy. I still eat Twizzlers to this day. But Twizzlers are so good. Yeah. I got a Coke Icy last time I was at the theater. Mm. It was great. Are, have you ever tried Red Vines? Do they have them here? Like in Texas? I guess... I mean, I'm sure they have them somewhere in Texas. Texas is pretty big. <laughs> it's just that I, I feel like I have more opportunity to eat Twizzlers than I have Red Vines. I think, and I like Twizzlers. I think Twizzlers are more popular. So you've never had a Red Vine. I don't think so. They're not good. Why are they? How are they different? The flavor is, the texture and the flavor is different. Mm. It's 100% true. Okay. Like, right. It's not like a, even though I will like, I could argue with someone that Pepsi and Coke are different. They're mm. pretty similar. It's not that same situation of Twizzler and Red Vine. Pepsi and Coke are not similar. How dare you? <laughs> it, no. They're worlds apart. I do like both of them, but for different reasons. Sure. I, okay, I guess I'll, I'll buy in the Twizzlers and Red Vines are different. I like Twizzlers either way. Even if I've never had a Red Vine, which maybe I never have. Twizzlers are still better. Red vines are like drier. Ew. Yeah. Is it like closer to what actual licorice is? I don't know. <laughs> Never gonna have actual licorice. So you, that yeah. Sounds disgusting. Gross. <laughs> Twizzlers, thank you very much. Yeah. I want it cherry flavored and red. Yeah. And it can turn it into a straw. Yes. My heart so desires. Twizzlers, classic only. Don't give me any of those harder Twizzlers. Or that Twizzlers that you can unwrap from each other, like string cheese. Oh, I like gross. Those. I like those. And not to say that they aren't like candy, because it's still candy. <laughs> but no, it's it's hardly Twizzlers at that we point. We want the OG Twizzler. Exactly. If That's I wanted it. anything else, I'd go to Sweet Tarts or whatever. Either Rope or whatever they do. Now you've lost me. You know the Sweet Tarts Rope? It's awful. Sweet Tarts rope? Yes. Like the nerd's rope? Picture a, a log of candy that's like purple or pink mm -hmm. and the center of it's hollowed out and then they just get a bunch of squishy Sweet Tarts material and they just shove it in the middle of it. I've never had that. It's awful. Oh, I thought you were saying that you liked it. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just no, saying no. that if I wanted something like that, I'd go to Sweet Tarts because they do that kind of crap. No, I would do um, a nerd's rope. Okay. Nerd's rope is good. But they make them in little bites now. So you can get a whole bag of like the little like gummy with the nerds. So you get more, more nerd surface area. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what about the rope? It's so difficult to eat. I love it. <laughs> it's so floppy. Anyway, all of these are probably made by the same company. So That's whatever. true. Yeah. 
they make money no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to diversify your portfolio. Candy. But um, well, <laughs> this is a podcast where we don't talk about, about candy. movies, but candy goes with movies sometimes. So I do get candy a lot. Of that could be a good argument. Yeah. I think it's not the most Christmassy thing though, unless it's candy canes. I eat candy canes. I put candy canes on my trees so that I can specifically eat them. You eat those? Yeah. Okay. They're edible. I mean, sure. <laughs> a lot of stuff is edible, Melissa. That doesn't mean that everything's good you don't eat candy canes i like a specific type of candy cane what kind of candy cane? you know there's like diner mints that are kind of like ovalish and whenever you bite like, into them they're a little bit more airy than your classic like a marshmallow one yeah the more marshmallow ones not squishy but airy yeah yeah if they have that in candy cane form i'm in otherwise get it out of here but you can make a candy cane shank you can do that that is good but if i have to consume it like you know for taste and flavor and enjoyment no. Well. It's just plastic. I know a lot of candy is kind of plastic, but well, that one. The cloudy ones are like air. I love that. Air and sugar? Air Cotton, and sugar. Candy. Cotton candy. This is good. It's their whole basis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How can we make cotton candy, but more solid? And they did it. <laughs> that was. That was the focus group. <laughs> yes, but they just—it's like a bunch of people from a carnival. We want it's like cotton candy, a little more solid. More solid, yeah. It's just really hard to eat, and it makes my hands all sticky. Is there a way you can just like have it bite size and just like a jawbreaker is in my mouth? Cotton candy. I'm, I'm sort of like imagining the pitch for this mint. Oh, this delicious mint. I didn't say it wasn't good, but I think OG candy canes I just want to make it very clear that this is a very good mint. Okay. It's in mint condition. <laughs> Get out of here. So this the is podcast our podcast. Is over. <laughs> oh, wait, we're not starting. It's no, over? All right. Bye. That's a wrap. We talked about it. The Santa Claus, ladies and gentlemen, it gets an Oscar for ha- having the best mint conversation or something. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is, uh, welcome to the podcast. Elliot has an intro. <laughs> is that how we do the intro now? Uh-huh. Elliot has an intro? I'm not going to say anything until <laughs> okay. you do the intro. <clears throat> Everyone get ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Noscars, the award show of last resort for movies that deserve a little bit of love and recognition. Whether the Academy ever acknowledges its merits or not, we are here to reevaluate and reward. That is Melissa Jansen. And that's Elliot Eccles. And we are your humble hosts. Wow. You really started off with a um, high uh, airplane pilot energy. I was going for that, and I, I kind of just took my ga- <laughs> the, the foot off the gas there. <laughs> it's like, I don't really want to hard commit to this, actually. Well, it was really a hard commit at the beginning. It was a hard commit initially. <laughs> Ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Pulled right out of there. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, this is our podcast, the Noscars, or we're not the Oscars, but close. But we're close. Um, so essentially, we watch a movie each week, um, and we talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. We'll award it an award, an Oscar, an Oscar, or a nomination at the end. We'll nominate it for nominate for the Oscar. Yeah, and it competes against <laughs> nominated nomination for the Oscar. <laughs> It sounds so much sillier when it like has that alliteration element to it. Well, every time I tell someone what the name of our podcast is, they laugh. <laughs> That's good. 
That's what we want. I agree. I don't want yeah. it to be too serious. I don't. I don't think that we're in danger of being too serious. <laughs> um. But yeah. And so eventually, once um, we actually have people listening on the other side of this, who knows? If you want to send us in stuff, uh, recommendations for nominations or movies or categories, that'd be cool. To noscarspod at gmail dot com. Yeah. Yeah. But today we watched uh, the Santa Claus. The Santa Claus. Claus. I don't know why I announced it like that. For flair. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. You want to give us a plot? I do that. Yeah, that's true. Or do we want to talk about some of the background stuff first? You should do background stuff first. Okay. Um. So the Santa Claus was released in the- theaters in 1994, which I did not realize. 1994. 94. Yeah. I thought that came out like after we were born. No. I thought so too, but no. So. It was at peak Tim Allen fame or something. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah, because what, what, Home Improvement was the show that he was on mm-hmm. in that time. And then when did Toy Story come out? Also sometime in the 90s. I thought it was yeah. like later 90s though. Anyway. Um, and then, it, but it started streaming in 2004 on that. So that might be why I thought it was later. Streaming in two thousand four things, yeah. Like on whatever people. Yeah, I don't know. I just said streaming in two thousand four as I wrote it down. There were no streaming services in two thousand four. There was something streaming somewhere. (laughs) Well, Um, good for you, whoever uh, made this movie. Disney owns it now. If does Disney make this movie initially? Maybe they did. I think so. I should have looked into it any amount, (laughs) even a little bit. Why would we research? Well, on this picture, we I can have make educated guesses. It says Disney, the Santa Claus, but I didn't look into if that was after you know maybe someone else had this and Disney acquired I them. I think it was this was Disney. Okay, I remember watching the movie growing up, and it, but it, they could have been acquired. Scott Calvin does name drop Disney in this movie. That's true. Maybe so it is I Disney. think that Disney would only be the only ones allowed to do that. Only Disney can utter its own name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone like else Voldemort. goes to jail. Everyone else goes to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, this got an IMDb rating of 6.5. Um, and then Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter is 73%. That's right. Really got like high. a certified fresh thing next wow. to it. Mm-hmm. Audience score was 65%, which I was kind of surprised by. I thought that the audience would have liked it more. Maybe people have turned on Tim Allen, but. Or maybe they just find it too silly. But I think that regardless, like this movie lives in people's minds. Just like the the concept of the Santa Claus has really gripped us. Yeah. And I find it incredibly fascinating. Yeah, the lore mm-hmm. and the like legend behind the Santa Claus in these movies is just fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, there's so many questions. There's so many questions and all of them are <laughs> exciting and interesting. That's true. Yeah. Um, this movie is rated PG, so we got that happening. Nice. Notable actors. Really, the only one I know is Tim Allen. Oh. That's my <laughs> Tim Allen impression. <laughs> he does, like he a... does that kind of thing. I don't know. <laughs> does he do that on Home Improvement? Yeah, he does like dog noises. so long. Yeah, he's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting you to make a dog noise. I wasn't expecting it oh. either. It just kind of came out. It was great. That's what I think about when I think of Tim Allen. It's just him <laughs> doing silly dog voices. Yeah. 
Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <to> goddamn <laughs> Alan is the Santa Claus. Um, yeah. And then Judge Reinhold is Neil. Um, and then Wendy Crewson is L- Linda. Is that her name? I don't know. I don't either. Let's ask um, Linda. And then Charlie is played by Eric Lloyd, which I didn't realize he plays the Charlie in the second movie, too. He's just grown up. I think he plays him in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a different actor. No, they got him back. I he love must that. have stuck to it. Yeah. It's super cute. That's cool. So that's really all I have for actors, unless you have anybody to. I got nothing. No, I don't know. I didn't really know a lot of them. Yeah. And it it was like, you know, presumably they didn't want to, they didn't have the budget that they have in later movies to be like, let's get all the famous 90s people in here. Yeah. It was mostly just Tim Allen. And I don't know how famous Judge Reinhold was, but he's also. I recognize him. I, I don't know if I just recognize him from the Santa Claus movies or I don't yeah, I don't know. I I the only thing I really know him from is the running joke from Arrested Development where he has his own reality TV show where he's playing a judge and the joke is that his name is Judge. Oh. It's a pretty good joke. Solid. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of the like, um, the Crentus, Doctor Crentus. <laughs> sounds a lot like dentist. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Gosh, excellent. But yeah, oh, I did look up some fun facts. Oh, so Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were actually both offered the role of uh Santa, of Scott Calvin, but oh, both wow. turned it down. That makes sense. I think Bill Murray's was he didn't want to do uh, another Christmas movie, and Chevy mm. Chase had something else going on. And okay. then Tom Selleck, Tom Hanks, and Mel Gibson were also considered for the role. Oh, man. I'd watch Tom Selleck do this. That'd be fun. That would, I feel like that'd be such a different vibe. It'd be so different. I'd be really into it, though. Can you imagine, though, like whenever he turns into Santa, he has the full beard, but somehow the mustache is still <laughs> more pronounced. The mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Where they just make it darker than the beard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like that. But I just can't see him like in this com- comedic role. No, it would be. I feel like more because like Tim Allen as at the beginning as the like Scrooge mm-hmm. character. It really fits. It's it's still like jokey and lighthearted, mm-hmm. and like you could I can like empathize with him. He well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And but like with I feel like with Tom like a Selleck. Tom Selleck, I would. Yeah, he would sell the Scrooge too much. <laughs> <laughs> it would be hard. it would be a, mu- a much less quippy Scott Calvin. Yeah, Tom Selleck isn't quippy, which I think really like makes yeah the Scott Calvin. Tim Allen works really well in this role to be a jerk. It really fits. Yeah, he's good at it. Um, that's the only fun facts I have for now. I love it. Okay, let me do the, the story thing okay. that I do sometimes. I oh, shoot. I, I normally have the the little tagline. Okay, um, uh, Christmas with uh painstaking legal uh ease. There we go. Wow, that flowed. Didn't it just? <laughs> it felt so natural. <laughs> just oh man. Uh, this is why I don't improvise anything ever. That was great. I don't know. You should do it more often. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes I just start a conversation. I don't know where it's going to go. <laughs> I caught myself. I don't know if Christmas Vacation will be at least re- be released before this or not. 
But I caught myself from our conversation at the last podcast. Oh, uh, like being in the middle of saying something and then you just stop saying it. Did I really? Out. No, I did it. Oh, you did it. I okay. caught myself doing it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you scared me because you, I called myself out and then was doubled down on it by you last yeah. time. And I was afraid that I did it here on our own show. But it's, it's maybe it's sadder that I'm influencing you this way. Well, it's like, it's probably something we all do, but okay. I've really noticed. Oh, you're hyper aware <laughs> of it like, now. Oh, I just completely dropped off in the middle yeah, of the yeah, sentence. Yeah. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I love doing that. You know, it doesn't work as well whenever I have a listening audience, but we don't have that yet. So yeah. it's fine. We can do whatever we want. We do whatever we want. Anyway, the story bits. We should probably get back to the plot. Okay, here's the plot. Okay, Scott Helvet. <laughs> Scott Helvet. <laughs> Gosh, that's a good spinoff. <laughs> Scott Helvet. Yeah, what if you can like, be Santa Claus Santa, into being Santa like... Claus in Hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, I guess so. I don't know. I was picturing the other jobs that you could be Santa Claus in for. Like, if you kill the devil, oh. maybe you could be the devil. Yeah. If yeah, we'll talk about all of that. So whenever Scott. <laughs> Calvin dies and he stops being Santa. Someone else comes to Santa, and for some reason, okay. okay. No, wait. Do the plot, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, fine. <laughs> Scott Calvin is a successful, uh, quippy toy peddling businessman divorcee, and he's kind of sad. He's also kind of just selfish and angry. Yeah, but yeah, but he. I feel like he has a little bit of a right to be angry. Oh, sure. Yeah, a little bit. You can just tell that he. Things haven't worked out for him. Yeah. And he's trying, but he's not very good at it. He tries some of the time. Like, he tried to make dinner and didn't work, and he went to the place where all divorced dads go, which is Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. But, yeah, I feel like sometimes he puts in a very minimal amount of effort. Like, he tells his kid that Santa's real, and then whenever his kid starts asking questions, he's like, just believe it. Yeah. Just believe it, son. Blech. And then he just sort of moves on. But anyway, Scott Calvin is a, is a successful businessman who uh, accidentally drops, spooks Santa off of, of the, the roof, mm-hmm. which in the court of the North Pole means that he is liable for his death. And he is Santa Claus into becoming Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And he goes on this wacky adventure in the North Pole and starts gradually turning into Santa Claus. But unfortunately, he doesn't believe in Santa Claus, neither does anybody else, except for his son, which complicates things because he's in a legal battle with his ex-wife and Neil for custody of his child now. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks he's crazy because his son thinks he's Santa Claus. Oh. And also Scott looks like he's trying to gaslight his son to think Santa Claus is real. To like gain his son's affection. Yeah, because and it's very clearly working because his son kind of starts the movie up from hating him mm-hmm. and then it's just like hey my dad's santa and this rules this my is great santa claus. my dad's santa claus your uh, dad's which, not santa claus yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they had the parent uh bring your parent to work day bring your parents to, to work school today. day bring that's actually a very good point they school. are children <laughs> so it is to school <laughs> yeah yeah my mistake um but yeah that's kind of the main conflict story of the movie 
But like the thing is, is Scott Calvin worked at a toy store, so I feel like he really could have played off the whole my kid thinks I'm Santa Claus because I work for a toy company like a whole lot better. That's actually a really good point. You know? Yeah. He doesn't really do that much to explain the transformations that he is going through. Mm-hmm. He, his initial lie is he got stung by a really big bee. Like, it's not working. You well, could just like... No. Terrible lie. Well, actually, sorry. His initial lie before that lie was the dry cleaners burned down and all of his clothes are gone. And so that's why he has to wear sweats. <laughs> and the second lie was he got stung by a really big bee. Really big bee. And then he doesn't really explain anything else because after that point, he just looked like Santa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, whatever. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's jump into what we like. Yeah. Okay. Here's my thought. Yeah. Let's go through these as quick as we can because I just want to talk about the lore. Okay. I I've, so want to talk yeah. about the lore. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. I'll go first. What I liked a lot, Tim Allen playing a jerk. Excellent. Really good. I mm-hmm. think that in an alternate universe where Marvel does go through with doing the Avengers or Iron Man in the 90s, Tim Allen could be a very much less likable Tony Stark. I think it would be really good. Wow. Yeah, that's my ringing endorsement <laughs> of Tim Allen in the 90s. A much less likable Tony Stark. Yeah, he's not going to be as likable, obviously. Sure. But he could, he could do a decent Tony Stark. Yeah. And then my other one is that I really like how into denial Scott gets about mm-hmm. being Santa. Yeah. Like, it, to the point that it makes no sense, mm-hmm. which I really like. Mm-hmm. I really did. Uh, I'm not saying that ironically, I really like that he was in such deep <laughs> denial. Um, yeah, I agree with all the things you said. I really, really loved the joke of a rose such a clatter. Because uh, whenever Scott is reading his son, the... Mm-hmm. The night before Christmas. night before Christmas. And the son's like, what is a rose shuck a clatter? He's like, the, and Scott's like, no, a rose such a clatter. It's a noise, you know, it came out. Um, but whenever the Santa Claus falls off the roof and they're... And, and Santa Scott like walks over there and turns around and runs into a ladder, and it's from the Rose Shuckick Ladder Company. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> that is a good joke. Like they did see, they clearly did a lot of work to set that up, and I just wasn't paying enough attention to catch it. <laughs> well, the only reason I caught it is my captions were on, and so it literally like whenever. Uh, Charlie would say it, it, like I said it, in the Rose Shuckick mm-hmm. Ladder Company. Mm-hmm. And it looked silly. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, that's weird. And then it was the whole company based around this that ladder. That's good. I like that. Um, the company based out of the North Pole run by elves, presumably. On a mispronunciation yeah. of a line from yeah, yeah, the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Um, Towards the Night Before Christmas. Uh, yeah, I also really liked that even while he was doing Santa things and looking like Santa and performing like Santa, he was still like, I'm not Santa. Not Santa. Not Santa. <laughs> I just put on 40 pounds in a week. And the doctor was weirded out by that when my heart <laughs> beat to the tune of beat the Jingle the Bells. the tune of Jingle Bells. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not Santa, guys. Um, I also really loved Neil's sweaters. That is something I've always aspired to live up to. To be as stylish as Neil in his sweaters. I love his sweaters. Just because it in the movie, it's a pretty big punching bag of just Neil they wearing so these good. ugly sweaters. 
I mean, now they're probably very fashionable. Yes. Were they fashionable in the 90s? I don't know if they're fashionable, but they were around. They sure were. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Neil, looking good. Um, and then I loved that comment made Santa a card. I did. <laughs> yeah. Comment was also the one that got him the, the rope. Yeah. So that he wouldn't fall and die. Like all previous Santas. Comet didn't yeah, like that, the last it, it Santa. Yeah, because it came with the... <laughs> yeah, he gave him the card and mm-hmm. was about it mm-hmm. and he gave him the rope. He gave him the rope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the elves, the ELFS at the end. Yeah. Um, because I had a huge crush on the main, main, elf. main elf in uh-huh. that group. Yeah, yeah, As a kid. Um, so, yeah. Those are the main things that I liked. There are other things, but they're smaller, so. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's great. But anyway, that's not the end of this talk. Now we have to talk about what we didn't like, and then we get to talk about all the lore questions. Yeah. Which have their own category. Yeah. I loved all the lore and all the questions that arose from it. Really, mm-hmm. they belong under what I liked about this movie. I but agree. I, I had lore stuff in here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, We'll save that. Um, okay, didn't like. What did you not like? I didn't like the end whenever... Okay, so Scott's turning into Santa Claus... And he eventually gets to the point of kidnapping his son because he's lost custody rights. Mm-hmm. And whenever the cops storm into the house and capture and imprison and then break out Scott, uh, her, or the elves come and break out Scott and they're in pursuit of Scott and Charlie, uh, they wind up back at the, wife, the ex-wife's house, Laura or Linda. Um, and... Scott like has this weird eye contact with both Laura and Linda or Linda and Neil. Mm-hmm. And they're both like, we have been wrong this whole movie. You are Santa mm-hmm. and we forgive you for everything, for everything, for kidnapping our son, which was unrelated to you being Santa. That was a really rough. I was like, Ooh, you're kidnapping your child in a custody battle. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not how you regain custody. No. No. But also, like, what do you mean you believe him now? Why? You haven't even seen the reindeer. What changed? Yeah, what was he doing? Wait, huh? Had they seen Bernard yet? No, Bernard hadn't popped up yet. He had just had a really tearful conversation saying uh, that uh, Charlie is the least selfish boy in town or something. And Linda, Laura was crying a little bit. And then uh, he's like tearful goodbye or whatever to Charlie. And then they just kind of like lock eyes. And she's like, it's you. Yeah, she definitely catches on that he's Santa before Neil does. Yeah. And then she runs upstairs to get her whatever it was, the documents that she was going to burn in the fire so that he yeah. could visit. Yeah. And then Neil also looks at him for a little bit and he's like, Santa? But, like, what changed? What happened? Did yeah. they just sort of, like, skip past the ending so we could be happy? What? I think that they rushed. I think it was rushed. Yeah. They're like, let's get to a happy moment. We want to focus on Santa. Like, but I feel like if they had just slowed the scene down a little bit and had Bernard pop up or him yeah. do actual magic or something, then the conflict is gone, except for the kidnapping or son part. But, like, the main conflict of not believing that he's Santa is gone. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, you are Santa. You haven't been filling our child's mind with lies. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry about all of this. Um, police, you can leave. 
we'll just deal with this ourselves internally internally (laughs) (laughs) yeah the trial will be private not public uh but no they just kind of like come to the realization on their own like oh scott's cool actually and he's also santa claus who we believe in now yeah and it's almost like whenever linda whoever i think her name's linda i don't know um when she realizes that he is santa she has this like fangirl like he's no longer scott i was never married to this man this is santa and has always been santa Santa. and i'm meeting him santa oh my gosh she does Santa. yeah yeah full buddy and she goes crazy yeah (laughs) i just think it's really funny but i'm also kind of like i guess like if dries popped up and was like i'm santa claus but like we would still be married. But that's the thing, though. Like you would still know he's Drees. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird that Scott is completely separate from Santa. It's like, no, Anakin's <laughs> done. This is Darth Vader now. <laughs> but like you know, you were married to this man. Yeah, and you've had nothing but anger and confusion to him in the last several months of your life. Mm-hmm. And now that he is, now that you believe that he is Santa, that person is gone and dead, and mm-hmm. Santa is rock star. Sure, which is wild. And Neil doesn't feel that way. Neil's no. like, Scott and Santa. But they, he does in the next movie, though. <laughs> of course he does. Okay, great. <laughs> I feel like Neil's going to be a different person. Neil is movie. a different person in the next movie. There's a Neil. I have a Neil fan. I'm part of the Neil fan club. Okay, great. Okay, great, great. Um, I really didn't like all the fat shaming around Santa. There's a lot of fat Santa. shaming around Santa. Like, he walks in in a sweatsuit and everybody's ordering salad, and then he gets... First of all, mm-hmm. he orders a Caesar salad, no dressing. Yeah. It's not one. Why? What is that? It's a bowl of lettuce <laughs> with some Parmesan cheese and chicken. It's bad. <laughs> one, bad, <laughs> almost unedible. Two, not really a great source of nutrients for you. No. And three, he just goes on to order all the dessert after that. Why not just go back and change your first thing? at that point but everyone the whole point is everyone's like judging him yeah and they all wait for him to like slowly to finish, finish his, his dessert and like with all their happy eaten salads which is crazy to me if you're having to order in your lunch to this meeting presumably the main focus is the meeting not waiting for everyone to finish their food i don't know about ordering in lunch the meetings but it seems strange to me anyway yeah Whatever they do, they are very preoccupied with his weight that entire time, mm-hmm. which is kind of the bit. Which yeah, not funny. And I understand he's turning into Santa, so it's like sudden weight gain. So it's just like the sudden change that everybody's like noticing for but... sure. But it's not like even concern. It is like what you're saying. It is judgment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but you pretty much everything that about like the custody and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, the switch at the end. That's those were things that kind of. I was like, eh. yeah. Also, just because we're in the '90s again, how much more diversity, y'all? Anyway, yeah, there's absolutely <laughs> no diversity. Not in the last Christmas movie. Yeah. Not this Christmas no, 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 movie. No, no, no. The only diversity was whenever he got to Denny's, and there was like a whole, like there was like a work. A group of yeah, a bunch of Asian businessmen. Yeah, who there were, were and they were like Denny's. They were like a part of like a, a like a party of some kind. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It was it was the Asian businessman at, Gen- at Denny's, and it was his black coworker mm-hmm. at whatever nameless toy company he yeah. works at. 
Yeah. And that was it, I that think. That's it. Yeah. And he, Big bummer. whenever his business partner was trying to like thank everyone, he took the microphone from <laughs> He did. Yeah. And then he publicly outed his coworker to having an affair with a secretary. <laughs> and everyone applauded. <laughs> oh, Crazy. Okay. Let's dive into this lore situation. Oh my gosh. I love the lore. It's so great. Okay, what do you got? I'm, I'm sure you have a longer list than me. I don't know if I do. Okay. I just want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so essentially what we get is that Santa Claus, if you kill the current Santa Claus, right. you become the new... Well, so you have to read the card and you have to put on the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then carry out his duties and then you become the new Santa Claus. I think it's just put on the suit. Okay. Yeah, but you're right. Like you, Once the previous Santa Claus dies... You put on the suit, and you are Santa Claus. Yeah. You may or may not need to be responsible for his death. And then you are now Santa. It's incredibly dark. And that's kind of it. That's like the most orientation that they get. They do say a little bit more once he arrives at the North Pole. But when he's in the field, that's it. Yeah. And so Scott and Charlie just have to go out throughout the rest of Christmas night, Christmas Eve night. And deliver all the toys, just sort of figuring it out on their own. Mm-hmm. And whenever they arrive back at the North Pole, all the elves were like, look, the new Santa's here. Let's go, whatever. They were, like, happy. <laughs> some of them were happy. Some of them were just real nonchalant and chill about it. It was bizarre. <laughs> I have a theory. I have a theory that I saw. Yeah? <laughs> Is, Is it that, that they hated the old Santa? That they... They um, planned the old Santa's death because he was bad at his job. They took away all the treads on his boots. <laughs> like, they, this guy's going to bite it. That they got him, like, intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing such a poor job because a professional Santa wouldn't have stomped around on sure. the roof. Yeah. Um, and he was obviously bad at his job because both Neil and Linda have stories of Santa not bringing them what they asked for for Christmas. Sure. And so it got to the point, and they said that Christmas cheer is really low. Okay, but here's the thing, though, because like I feel like that was a different Santa for Neil and Linda. It is. No, not the one that died. Like a previous, previous Santa. Maybe. Because like that would have been thirty odd years ago. But Santas don't age, do they? I think they're they mythical. Do. Well, I, I I don't think that's true. I think that they do age. I don't know if they have slightly elongated lives, but I think that they do age. I don't think they age. I, I, I'm not sure about that, Melissa, because if it, that's not true, then every Santa before has died on the job. Yes. That's, and I, I can't believe that's that. Well, yeah. <laughs> I 100% believe that, that every is the Santa only way died to on get, the job. Because if Santa, based on this, what they've given us, sure. if Santa dies of old age, who is going to take up the mantle? Bernard can if, just portal around and give someone the suit. I, I don't know. I mean, like, you, you raise a good point that there isn't, that, like, they'd have to dig up some more rules, I guess, to see how the next Santa happens. It has to be a new clause. Another clause. Santa Claus 4. Santa dies of old age. <laughs> see, I don't think Santa can die of old age. I think this is the only way he can die. Okay. Because he's in the same realm as Mother uh, Nature, um, the Tooth Fairy. Is this later movie stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay but here, all right, listen, hear me out. Okay. I've only read the description for it. I haven't seen it yet, 
but the Santa Claus is the newest installment yeah, yeah. of this franchise or whatever uh-huh. the franchise. Uh, Tim Allen, the Scott Calvin, is getting older and has to go find his replacement. That's the whole plot. Okay, but that's new lore. That's not <laughs> anything in the movies at all. You, you can't use sequel logic and then turn on me when I use a sequel logic. It, they're changing the rules. What do you mean? <laughs> that's not in the movies. That's what all the sequels are. It's like, we found a new clause. You gotta get married, Scott Calvin. Go get a wife or you're not Santa anymore, I guess. Well, I trust the movies. I don't know about this TV show. I'm just saying, if if Santa needed to be married, where was Mrs. Claus in this movie? That's Okay, that's my other part I want to mm-hmm. talk about. What happened to the old Mrs. Claus? Does she die when Santa Claus dies mm-hmm. if he gets killed on the job? It's that, yeah. They share a soul. They're <laughs> <laughs> so in love. Okay, but also Scott Calvin and his future Mrs. Claus, um, spoiler, have a child. Mm-hmm. Where are the other other Santa children? Clauses? Uh, maybe are they there's just like booted out. Maybe there's a separate village, like another Christmas village, where all of the previous Santa children and wives live they haven't shown us it well it's in santa claus 5 santa <laughs> village maybe it's in the tv show it's in the tv show we're gonna have to watch the tv show yeah we should it'd be fun that'd be fun yeah yeah what happens to mrs claus what happens to little clauses little claus okay i'm gonna save mrs claus discussion for whatever movie mrs claus pops up the in. next one Yeah, yeah yeah but uh, for this movie, sure. the main thing is Santa dies and you become next Santa, which is crazy. But I think that if that's the case, you should have more of an onboarding process than one night tour of the North Pole where you go to sleep in big North Pole bed and then you wake up in your own bed and you think it was all a dream. That's not good. Scott is convinced that nothing it, it didn't exist he even tells david krumholtz was like hey i know i'm seeing all of this i'm here i still don't believe it and david krumholtz is like yeah sure whatever and then they just disappear him back into his bed like that's not going to be a problem down the line yeah but bernard seems like he's done this quite a bit sure <laughs> i feel like he should know better than scott almost lost but custody he... of his child I mean, I don't think, I think that for the elves, it like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> They're truly immortal beings and are just like the petty squabbles of the mortals. 100%. You're actually, I think that's that, pretty I think good. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> David Crumbles has a very, just like, it'll sort itself out. We'll figure it out. It's fine. The laws of man don't apply to us. We'll, yeah, if like your son gonna... gets taken away, we'll just sprinkle some magic dust on the, the local judge and buy him off or something. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're and he, right. I, he's like, he's going to turn into Santa no matter what. He'll deal with it. Yeah. You're actually absolutely right. They don't care about laws. Like, they break Santa out of jail with no repercussions. Yeah. I don't think they've ever met any conflict that they can't just fix. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, you, what, you're, like, behind on your mortgage? Yeah, we'll just buy the neighborhood. We'll, <laughs> I don't know, Move whatever. into the snow globe. Yeah, we'll just put your house into a snow globe and put that snow globe into a bigger snow globe. You don't have to pay rent then. Yeah. HOA fees are crazy, but... <laughs> What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like they just could solve it. 
uh, yeah, I think that they are just like truly immortal beating immortal beings who don't. So the care. way that they solve the last Santa being a bad Santa is just like, all right, we'll kill him and we'll see what the next how the next one sorts out. Maybe yeah. he's good, maybe he's bad. They're not actually going to set him up for success. They're just be like, oh, we'll just sort. If he's bad too, we'll kill him. Next. Yes. Yeah. It's very dark. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like elves that are so detached from the humanity that they serve. It's just like, oh, you know, kids. Except for the fact that the spirit of Christmas must live on. The spirit of Christmas must live on. literally their only goal. They just got to feed the beast. We need the children to believe in Christmas so Christmas can happen. But screw humanity. Yeah. You know, make the children happy, I guess. You know, give them their blood and circuses, whatever. We'll be fine. Exactly. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty satisfied with that answer. Honestly, it seems good. It, and we've solved it. Yeah, we solved this it. This is a very dark movie. Yeah. Very dark characters. Yeah. Some dark yeah, themes. Yeah. But it's Christmas. It is Christmas time. Yeah. Um, I really, what I really liked about this movie is that it um ended with a classic uh police um SWAT. You know, not a, maybe not SWAT, but. They had like assault rifles. Yeah, seems intense the for a kidnapping. Group from of police the showed up. Yeah, because the last movie had it. This movie had it, and when I'm thinking about other popular Christmas there, movies, yeah. there's always so police officers. Christmas Vacation. Uh, there was police, and there was kind of a Santa sighting, even though it was really just uh, yard uh, decorations. That exploded. <laughs> An explosion. Uh, there's uh, the Santa Claus police santa sighting mm-hmm. we haven't watched it but elf obviously they have police police officers. santa sighting mm-hmm. probably more probably others probably others probably every santa movie ever yeah yeah bad santa sort of a santa sighting <laughs> probably police i don't think i've ever seen bad santa i haven't but i want to watch it arthur christmas my dad loves arthur christmas i haven't seen arthur christmas i think they have police in that one probably police probably. classic staple Christmas, Christmas isn't complete without yeah. a police. Police thinking something is bad, but then they find out that it's just Christmas it's just cheer. Santa. <laughs> Santa. I know him. <laughs> yeah. Um anything else? Do okay. you, this is not really related to the movie, um, but I have some other ideas for the Santa Claus franchise. Okay. Uh even, and hopefully, as we continue to watch the Santa Claus movies, more ideas will develop. But this is what I have right now. Okay, so my first idea, I call it a courtroom clause, also known as Naughty and Nice Dun Dun. Uh, it is a tense and sexy legal drama of Santa defending his actions to the magical forces that govern the North Pole. Mm. And he's brought to court for alleged crimes that he's committed in the red suit. Mm. So we really are playing out the legal portion of the Santa Claus here. Because there's like obviously some legalities here. A lot of legalities. But what is the law? Who I, I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's the like court of like Mother Nature, Tooth Fairy, and all of them. You don't think there's a specific Christmas spirits that are just like governing? I don't know. I, I in my mind it wouldn't necessarily be Christmas spirits, but it would just be like an order of okay. mythical beings. Yeah, you mean like kind of like DreamWorks is the champion of Avengers guys, whereas like the Easter Bunny and and Father Christmas and Father Time and the Tooth Fairy. You know what I'm talking about? No. All right. 
I've never seen the movie anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. But yes. My catch line is... No, my catch line. Catch line? That's not a word. Catchphrase. No, tagline. Tagline and catchphrase. <laughs> uh, who watches the fat man? Which is an unfunny version of who watches the Watchmen. But anyway, my second idea. Okay. Okay. This one I like a lot. Claws of Thrones. This is Game of Thrones, but also Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Because anyone that kills Santa can become Santa. Yeah, it's become very bloodthirsty. I've exactly. watched that. Yeah. But like, oh, this would be so... Okay, you go, and then... No, I, I think I'm going where you're going, which is essentially that all the other holidays are trying to kill Santa. Yeah. So that they can be Santa now. Because Santa's like the ultimate. Yeah. They're like... Would, are they so would Santa start out on the Iron Throne? Yeah, but like, you know, like episode one, he's toast. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're all fighting. Probably episode two or three. I give them a little bit of time. Give them a little bit of time. Give yeah. them some time for people to like have a connection to mm-hmm. him in some way. Yeah. And I think that the tooth fairy is like serving as an advisor to Santa. And then mm. whenever Santa dies, they don't really want this throne to be controlled. And so they're trying to be the good person. And then the Easter Bunny probably knocks off the Tooth Fairy, takes the throne, probably sits on it for a season or two. I imagine that Mother Nature is like kind of like the Targaryen. Oh, for sure. Realm, like they yeah, yeah, they yeah. had power at one point, uh-huh. and then she's like fighting for it back. Their version of dragons are just like primordials, like these big earth monsters that are just rising yes, up out of the ground. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Father Time would kind of be like the Starks. You think Father Time is noble? Yeah. Okay. I would imagine them as the Starks. So they also, I feel like Father Time kind of has like a little bit more power. Easter Bunny is a bunny. So you're saying that Father Time is very powerful and very noble. And then partway through the show, he gets cut down pretty heavily. And then all of his children have to scatter and figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like his children, the past, present, future. (laughs) (laughs) That just wrote itself. (laughs) Disney hit me up. We'll do Claws of Thrones. so good oh my gosh past present and future oh my gosh i don't have any other ideas but just some other pun names that i came up with clause for concern clause and effects hold for a clause claustrophobic sure yeah clause akimbo and the texas chain clause massacre (laughs) Also, trying to kill Santa to take over the Santa position. Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, is. does this apply to all mythical holiday creatures? Like, if I kill the Easter Bunny, I can become the Easter Bunny? Mm-hmm. I mean, how else do they keep the holiday going after they die? But it doesn't seem like they age. But Santa ages. I don't As know. I have established. Ugh, I'm really bad about I that. don't understand why Santa ages. All the elves are immortal. Yeah, why would Santa why not would Santa be? I guess because he's be. human. But like, is he now? Like, why is he human? I don't human? know. I thought he turned magical. Yeah. Because magical stuff's happening to him. Certainly. He gains 40 pounds in a week. Yeah. And his beard, beard comes back initially, like immediately after he shaves it. Uh-huh. And he can float around with it. Well, I guess he has magical items. Yeah, he doesn't do. He doesn't emit magic. That's true. Maybe he is just a man. Just a man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. That's what that this song. movie was missing. It was missing a sad ballad. <laughs> it was <laughs> Santa Claus. We'll put it in a uh, ga- uh, Claus of Thrones. Yeah, we'll put it- <laughs> <laughs> a real sad ballad in <laughs> Claus of Thrones. I love it. Oh my gosh, I'm really amped about that. Cause of Thrones? Yes, yeah, that's yeah. so good. 
it could work. It could work. Yeah. Future would be Arya. Oh, I was picturing. Okay, that works. Everything's so like because you know, like she goes on that whole journey, and I feel like Arya is the past. So she's so stuck in the past. I feel like future is probably Sansa because Sansa's always looking to the to what's next. No, these are the kids of Father Time. Yeah, these who is Stark? Oh, are you talking about who would become Santa? Uh, future would become no Santa. Sansa. Sansa Stark. Santa I didn't say Santa. Stark? Sansa. 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Sansa. Sansa is a lot like <laughs> Santa. She should probably just get it. Although I imagine that her name is something that has to do with the future and isn't actually Sansa Stark. Mm-hmm. Present would be um uh uh, uh John. Rob. Oh, Rob. So he is dead. Yeah. <laughs> Present's dead. <laughs> Yeah, John wouldn't have a past, present, or future. He wouldn't have a father time name. He didn't. Ha- he didn't take yeah. the Stark name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'd be. Well, what are the Targaryens? <laughs> yeah, he'd be. <laughs> he's still Sean. 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 I guess Snow still works because it's primordial. He could still be Snow. He still be Snow. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> snow. It's like Sean White. He's a snowboarder. <laughs> Their radical brother. Everything else attempted to be somewhat different, but Jon Snow just because Sean Snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wall is just the X Games. They're just having like <laughs> really steep <laughs> snowboarding competitions off the wall. But is this all taking place in the North Pole? Oh, that's a good point. No, probably not. Okay. Like, I feel like North Pole would be King's Landing, but they could have other lands that have like different things going on. Probably like. You know, like, uh, the, 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 the father time would be in like some sort of weird space time land set, like mm-hmm. right outside mm-hmm. of the North Pole. Mm-hmm. And then mother nature would have this wild groves and everything. And, like, very mountainous. And, like, a, yeah. Near like a forest, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but also beachside. Yeah. She's got all of it. She's mother nature. She's got it all. She can like support life. It doesn't really have yeah. to make sense. Her lands are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually There's dangerous so to go on. there. Really <laughs> it's really unsafe. Yeah. If she took over as Santa, I think that the world is thrown into chaos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. She has so much power already. She's mother <laughs> nature. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but is I she... guess if, if she's a Targaryen, we have to take away all of her lands and stuff. She can't have control of it. That's true. So it has to be part of... Maybe there's like forever winter over her lands right oh, now. Like Narnia. Like Narnia. <laughs> Yeah, and What's she heard her <laughs> Narnia. Okay, great. <laughs> we found it actually. No, actually, there's no reason to go on. We found it. <laughs> it's the intersection of Narnia and this crazy thing we've come up with. So it's Game of Thrones meets Narnia. Game of Thrones meets, meets Narnia the versus Santa the Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah, that's what Claus of Thrones is. This is a really simple pitch. It's crazy that this hasn't been made yet. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me like that? <laughs> Okay. Um, great guys. Um how easily could this problem have been solved? Not easily. No. Oh. No. no. Do with like legalities? Yeah. And also like we we didn't even like how easily it was solved in the movie. Yeah. Like it was way too easy to solve. Yeah. They just was like, Yeah, you are Santa actually somehow. Yeah. Before showing us proof of it. Yeah. And the elves killed the old Santa, so can we tr- even trust them? I guess if there was a, an easy fix for it, it would be to Scott, be for Scott, 
to believe that he was Santa. Basically just skip over all of his character development and just skip to being believing because he should because he has a lot of evidence for it. I don't think he would appreciate being Santa. Being Santa. Sure. (laughs) But he could solve his problems. Be like, okay, I am Santa. Uh, I do need to accept that. But I really need to be better at not letting other people think that I am deluding my son into thinking Santa's real. Yeah, he, had, he should have stopped wearing red. Gotta like, lock it down. Suits, maybe. Like, avoided that one. Yeah, or just say he's dressing up as Santa for a different bit. This yeah. is actually just my new look. I'm not Santa. Yeah. I know why my, my son is confused. I, I told him several times, actually, here, I'll sit down with you at the table. Hey, Charlie, we've but had a lot of talks about these. gaslighting his son. <laughs> well, I think Are that's... you telling me we wouldn't have problems if he was gaslighting his son? I mean... I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it's not like Scott didn't try to tell him that he wasn't Santa. That's true. Just because Scott didn't believe that he was Santa doesn't mean that he wasn't like confronting the problem. So I'm saying if you're going to avoid the problem, avoid it more effectively. That's true. He could have avoided it better. Could have avoided it better. <laughs> he tried, he tried like privately to tell Charlie that he's not Santa. And hope that that was enough. Yeah. But he should have done it publicly. Yeah. And been like, hey, Laura, Linda, Neil, how about all of us sit down? We'll have a frank conversation with Charlie. So you guys know that I'm not doing anything shady on the side. All of my, all of my talks with Charlie are just going to be with you for a little while. This goes on for a full year. So, you know, you should be aware of the things that I'm saying to him. Charlie, we've had this conversation several times. My name is Scott Calvin. It's S.C. I know it's a lot like Santa Claus, also SC. I look a lot it like Santa Claus. It wouldn't have worked, though, because he would still turn again to Santa. Well, I know, I know. But you need to go the extra mile to convey to these other adults, not to Charlie. It honestly doesn't matter if Charlie believes it. You want to convince the other adults that you are a responsible person, not a person doing crazy things and convincing your child that you're Santa Claus. Yeah. Because mm. I think I, that a I, lot I, of... I agree... But I also am like, the reason he doesn't do it publicly is because of Charlie's. Because like, he's like, I know, like, Charlie fully believes it. He he's does. Like, and I have and had this so. experience with you. But Scott doesn't even believe it happened. But I think subconsciously he really does. That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. But I do feel like he doesn't act responsibly enough. And that aids in yeah. people thinking that he is doing, like, putting terrible ideas in his kid's head. Other theory. Okay. He can't help it. The Santa takes over him. We saw it in the meeting. Yeah, he's he's turning more into Santa. Yeah, they saw it in the meeting. Whenever they're like, Santa drives the tank, and he's like, No, no, no! Mm-hmm. He like literally couldn't control. He seemed like a fully different person. Yeah, like at the park with the kissing on his lap. Like I don't think he c- could have said no if he wanted to. That's scary. Because <laughs> like it's he's he leaves behind his old identity uh-huh. to become Santa. Yeah, that actually and feeds a lot Santa into how. Would act. Well, if Santa just takes over, why was the last Santa so bad that the elves had to kill him? If it's basically just like you're being rewritten, your DNA and code well, is Well, he being still had some of his same attitude. He, too, but he, he carried too much of himself into the job. Yeah, he didn't give up enough to <laughs> the, the elves, Santa. The elves, yeah, they don't want personality. They don't want someone's better. They just want a more blank slate mm-hmm. to wipe and then put Santa software on, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like the elves being just like so cutthroat. They are it's so very cutthroat. Fun. Yeah. Who would the elves be in uh, Claws of Thrones? In Claws of Thrones, who are the elves? Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, I guess just attendance and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah. They're just, just people, people helping. Yeah. Like, it can't be the lowest rung people because no one cares mm. about the common person in Westeros. It has to be like people in the castle. I think some of them would be part of that little like advisory group. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like Bernard. Bernard's the hand of the king. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I can get I can get one. Mm-hmm. So does that make Charlie Joffrey? Uh <laughs> I, no. Yeah, I mean I guess he has to be. He has to turn yeah, he has to turn heel. He has to be Joffrey. Because we've talked about this so much, I am going to nominate the Santa Claus mm-hmm. for um best core concept. Whoa. Wait, what was the other thing we had in there? For what? For best score concept. Court, we don't have anything in there yet. I thought we had one in there. Mm-hmm. That was this is an awesome category we created. Killed it. Awesome. I don't think we have anything in there. Just just simply No, I thought oh, we talked about it for Ella Enchanted, but we didn't do it for Ella Enchanted. Or did we do it for Ella Enchanted? I don't think we did it for Ella Enchanted. Anyway, it's a great category. But I think coolest core concept. Or best world building, which one? That's one that I put down. Best world uh, building? Best world building. But I like both. Anyway. Let's say both, and then we'll figure it out later. Cool. Because a lot of these are kind of just we're going to figure it out later anyway. Um, and then I wanted to put down for best costume design for Neil's sweaters. I'm going to veto that. Why? <laughs> for obvious reasons, I guess. That's rude. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. I can't allow it, Melissa. I just can't. Maybe if maybe if he has awesome, if he's coming out every one of these movies in the sequels with strong sweater game. I'll reevaluate. Look at his face. Like, you're not surprised? Like, he's definitely going to come out with strong sweaters. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Are we, I feel like we're going to... I'm really interested to see how... Our, like, because each movie's going to need a, uh, an, a, a nomination. We can't just put them all <laughs> under the same one. I guess we could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess we could come up with it, but it seems unfair, right? To have like basically <laughs> One, two, three, three entries. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that the Noscars is a sham or can be bought or anything, but sure. you know, at least pay us, <laughs> Disney, if you <laughs> want to get three nominations. Um, yeah. Those are my those were my nominations. Okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. All of those work for me. I don't have anything else. Cool, me either. Okay, great. Um, so Santa Claus, the Santa Claus is pretty good. Next week we're gonna watch the Santa Claus two. I hold up two two signs. So four. Santa Claus four is kind of existing in TV form because of the Santa Clauses. That's true. Yeah. And they're gonna they're adding <laughs> rules. <laughs> I feel like I have to go watch it. Yeah, we will watch it at some point. To get the whole story. Yes. That's the thing about the Santa Claus. There's always more rules. It's like no rules in Fairy Odd Parents. <laughs> like they always <laughs> just have another rule for story reasons. That's true. Yeah. Just to keep it going. Just to keep it going. Keep it interesting. Oh my gosh. I would love it if David Krumholtz came out in the Santa Clauses and did have a very comedically big book like no rules and slaps it down and then spoke like Jorgen von Jorgensen. <laughs> <laughs> What a time. Um, okay. So that's the end of the podcast, I think. That's the end of the podcast. Yeah. So go uh, leave us a rate and review. Leave a review. I think that's what it is. And rate us five stars, preferably. 
Um, and thank you for listening. At yeah. All. Yeah. If you would like to listen in the future, we'll probably have more episodes because we enjoy doing this. Right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody likes listening to it. Mm, time will tell. Did I say my brother-in-law is listening. He yeah. subscribed to our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. I need to send it to my mom. I always thank my mom. You but said that your mom was listening. She's not listening. She oh my gosh. To it yet, so we so only have one fan? <laughs> one fan. It's, at least he's loyal. That's true. That's all you can really ask for. <laughs> my husband doesn't even listen. Unless I'm listening to it. I would be very shocked if Reese listened to us of his own accord. He should support us. <laughs> You're Okay. I mean, that's your right to demand as his wife. You're his friend. You've known him for years. I have known him for a long time. We'll talk about this later. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to let y'all go. Oh, and if you have any suggestions or comments or, um, I don't know, um, anything anything to add to the Claws of Thrones. Oh, the Claws of Thrones-averse. Email us at... Noscar's pod. Noscar's pod at (laughs) gmail.com. You were going to say the nose cars. No, I was going to say the Noscars. Okay. Well, one day I'll win. We'll be the nose cars one day. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, we will see y'all on the next movie. I don't have a cool sign off. You say that every time. That's not fair. Get a sign off. <laughs> uh, see you guys on the next podcast. It's so different from what your thing is. Yeah, you do an opening though now. Oh, so I do the opening and you get the cool clothes? Yeah, I get the sign off, like an anchor on a news show. They both sign off. Not one person does it. Then come up with something cool. See you later, everybody, and signing off. Very good. Yeah. Signed off by signing off. Yep. I'm going to edit way before this. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs)